You're listening to Good Lad Unscripted with your host. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the Good Lad Unscripted Podcast. I'm Terry Goodlad. I've got Anna Tigre, my wife, with me today. Uh, it's our first show of the year. We're the show. We're, we're going to talk about. Is this really our first show this year? It is. Our, I think it's our first, isn't it? I don't know. I feel like today is still the first of the year, but I know it's we were going to do. <laughs> I know we were going to do our shows three days a week this year, <laughs> and uh, and here we are sneaking up at the end of the month, and and I know we haven't done that, so. And, 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 and we have good excuses. We have lots of good excuses. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have enough time to explain them all, but, uh, but the show, the show's about, I guess, if you want to boil it down to a word, it's, it's about procrastination, right? We, uh, yes. Uh, I, I think, um, most of us humans have a tendency to procrastinate, um, in, one or many areas of our life you know some people it's with their fitness i'm or with their diet i'm i'm gonna start on monday and you know and and or with work or whatever it is i think that's a very common human tendency common thing with everybody right i I agree like things that you don't like doing you 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 look for the excuses not to do them yeah uh, and then that's why I said this year I'm not making any New Year's resolutions. Because <laughs> if you did, yeah, you I made failed. a resolution to not make any New Year's resolutions. <laughs> Therefore, by doing that, I already failed at my resolution. Exactly. Right? So, <clears throat> but I, I think what it is is, you know, there's this thing I think that it is just inherent in all human beings, and it's that the, the C word, you know, comfort. Mm-hmm. You know, comfort is a thing that I think everybody seeks and, and we want, you know, we, we work hard to get into a more comfortable position at work. We want stability as part of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Every human being has it, right? Is that, that security, that safety, knowing you're being fed, that you've got clothes in your back, a home to live in. Uh, you know, it goes a lot further for some people that want more material things or, or a lot of financial security. But and but it could just be day, a, just, a, it could just be comfort uh, comfort of being in a familiar place. Like you might not be seeking the actual comfort of having more, and you right. know, but it could be just I like my routine, I like my job. No, I hate my job, but I've been there fifteen years, yeah. and. To change it is very uncomfortable, so I'll just stick with it. Well, so the change is more, the, the fear of the unknown is more uncomfortable than the misery you're going through. That's right. the devil that you know rather than the devil you don't know. Exactly. And, and so comfort, I think, is the thing that, <clears throat> you know, I look at, and, and here's the other word, self-evaluation. I, I looked at 2019 and, you know, 2019 really took us out behind the woodshed and... <laughs> He beat, seems beat the, to have been that way for a lot of people. <laughs> what what was up with 2019? I don't know, man, but it just... Is you know, this the, the yeah. end of a decade? Yeah, we got taught a thing or two, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's just that, uh, you know, I looked at that and I go, okay, did, like, what happened? You mm-hmm. know, like, everything was over here and there's all these hopes and dreams and boom, it's all gone and everything's different and not the way I thought it was going to be and not the way you thought it was going to be. And and then you take a look at where you're at and go, okay, we can't stay here. We got to do, you know, we got to do better. We got to. And so I think that that self-evaluation, 
So we've got procrastination over here, which is really, I think, seeking comfort. Mm -hmm. And then you've got the solution to that because that's a spiral and that's a, that's a thing that permeates everything. Once you get in that mindset, whether it's at work or working out or eating food or whatever it is, the minute you allow yourself something that essentially deep you're down inside you feel excuses. is weakness. Yeah. You're buying into your excuses. You know that, but you justify it. Um, until you sit down and actually self-evaluate, you look at yourself and you say, Hey, I'm doing this. I think that's the, I think that's the catalyst for change issue is that self-evaluation. And this is something that we talked about a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's something we have a tendency to do, but it's something that we don't have a tendency to do enough of with the right things. Don't you agree? Well, yeah. And, and this is something you touch in, you know, in a subject that is important. And if you have a, a weakness, a, a weak area in your character or your life or whatever, and you make a decision to change and you self-evaluate, it, it's, it's comparable to, for example, being out of shape your whole life mm -hmm. and now you make a decision to get in shape. You might have to fail a hundred times before you get it right. So if you procrastinate and you read a book and it's inspiring or you, know, you self-evaluate and you're like all motivated to go, you might fail a hundred times until you get it right. I think the most important thing is don't stop trying. When you, when you feel so defeated that you stop trying, that's your biggest problem. Now you just, it's, it's, it's a death sen sentence, you know? So if you, if you struggle with procrastination and then you got, you self-evaluate, you decide, no, I'm going to do this. And then you do it. And then a month later, a week later, a day later, a year, whatever, you find yourself procrastinating again. Don't feel like this is just me. I'm never going to change. Right. I'm never going to get this right. Yeah. Don't give up. The most important thing is go back and like, okay, well, I think what went wrong. I, th I think you go back and you, when you do that self-evaluation, like, real life example, <clears throat> you know, the last couple years for you and I, since we became foster parents, mm -hmm. we have not been as committed to our fitness life. I mean, we do it in, in fits and starts. Like we'll go for a couple months and really, really make some massive progress. I've done that. And then, and then I look in the mirror and go, ah, you know, something came up. Well, you know what? I'm going to miss my workout today or, you know, I'm a little sore, whatever. I justify not doing what I set out to do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and deep down inside, I know that I probably should go to the gym, but I think, you know, Hey dude, you know, I start justifying, yeah, right. Start negotiating, right. I right. lawyer up and I start negotiating. I say, dude, you're 60 years old. Look at you. You look at you're in great shape. You know, you're running, you're doing all this stuff. You know, yeah. you could miss a day, right. You know, the thing of it is my body probably can miss a day. Yeah, <laughs> but my mind can't do that because if I allow myself to do that, then it's easier to miss a day. And the problem is, is that with life and it's not just us. I mean, we, we have a business, we have a couple businesses and we have three kids and, and so we have, that's our justification. Mm -hmm. We can always blame it on our kids and work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if we skip that once you will skip it again, it just makes every time you break that seal. And if you don't recommit with a new goal, yeah. After that, if you allow yourself to justify, it's not the hiccup. Like what you were talking about is, okay, there's things happen. Sometimes you even screw up. 
but then you reset, you reevaluate and say, okay, what caused me to do that? I'm not going to do that against that self-evaluation again. If you just allow yourself the excuse, yep. you will pull out that excuse again the minute you get uncomfortable. That's right. That's Don't you right. agree? I, I completely agree. And you know why I know this? Because I was doing it every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, I was I, justifying it. I got, it got to be, honestly, it was a pity party. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I got up at 4.30 this morning and I had to do this and this and this. Yep. I've only eaten once today, that, 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 and on and on and on. You know, and I'm using it as an excuse. But if you take away the whining part, it's just, here's the list of things that I did wrong today. Yeah. I didn't eat. I didn't drink enough water. So I feel tired. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And so if you if you stop, if you just take the data, it's just a list of, of failures, of, of failures by choice a lot of times. Yeah, and if you see that, and now you have a different personality than I do. Yes. So you are more of that military, you know, way of thinking. So like you fail and now you're going to win. For me, um, with my personality. You say that with disdain, Anna. (laughs) <laughs> yeah because mine is better <laughs> okay i gotta hear no, this no here's the thing uh-huh. if i look back and i and i look at my day or my week or my year whatever yeah. and i say oh i fail 32 times today i start feeling very defeated and it takes my motivation away to try harder for you you're like I'm going to beat this thing, you know, because you're a fighter. So you want to fight, you well, know, the other, the other thing is, no, like, let me finish. No. So my point <laughs> is, is that there's two approaches. There's your approach, which works for a lot of people, which is like, I'm not going to let this thing beat me. I'm going to go and kick its ass. You know what I mean? Right. My approach is this. <clears throat> I didn't make the right choices but I'm going to try again. I'm never going to stop trying, but I'm not a failure. I just, I just didn't do this right. If I start looking at my bad decisions as something that defines me, or I, 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 I feel differently than you. Towards well, that. and see how I, how I approach it, <clears throat> uh, how I approach it is basically uh, if something didn't happen, then I was in charge of it. I'm responsible for it. If I accept responsibility for it, then I have the power to change it. If it's 100% on me, yeah. then I can change it. If it was a hurricane and blew the gym away, I can't change that. You know, I can go find another <laughs> gym. You know? No, no, no. I think responsibility is the yeah. number one well, thing. I well, know I agree with you. there's another stage to that, though. There's yeah. another stage. So if I take that responsibility, I'm now empowered to make that change. I can make that choice. Yeah. If I acknowledge that it was a choice then I can sit back here and I can self-evaluate at the end of the day and go, why did I do that? I failed. I'm not going to paint it any other color. I failed to do what I needed to get done today. Mm-hmm. There might've been, like you say, 32 failures, but essentially it's one failure. It was one choice that became an epidemic in my day. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> and so, uh, and, and I am like that. If I, if, if things start going wrong, then I'll condense it down and just do the bare, the, the most important things that I got to do that day. And I won't eat. I won't sleep. I won't anything, you know, don't go to the bathroom. Don't do anything. It's like the day trying to come back from LA and it took me 23 hours to get home. Yep. 
you know, I thought, okay, well, I don't want to get stuck in this car and, you know, don't want to pee in the side of the road. So I'm just not going to drink water, yeah. you know, and I'll grind through and get home and make it and then, you know, have to recover for two days. Right. right? That's just my, you know, mission focused. Right. Yeah. Uh, so that is. Isn't where, that part of your training too? I mean, when you well, were a SWAT guy it, and you have to yeah, yeah, that's just, watch a house for a day, you don't and go take And it's what makes you breaks. feel like a man again, right? Because that's how you defined yourself at one point right. in time. So that's, that's the, that's the wood and the tools you have to work with, right? And you got to yeah. build a house out of that. And so <clears throat> what I do is, is rather than getting down on myself, um, I just, I just acknowledge, I don't attach emotion to it. I guess. And that's the difference between you and I oh. is I don't define myself by that. I define my decisions that way. So I just look at it and go, okay, I did these, I, these are the mistakes I made. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then I go, why did I make those mistakes? Mm-hmm. So I take a deeper dive into that because there's a, there's a root of the problem somewhere. And usually if you find that one root of the problem, all of the ripple effect, which is the 32 mistakes, yeah. goes away. So it's right. not like you got to fix 32 things. You got to fix one thing, typically, right. I've found. And so just go down and figure out what it is. And what it is, is in my case, I just fail to prioritize the things that are priorities in my life. Mm-hmm. Like you and I talked about that. We said, oh, what are our core, what's our fundamental priority? What it, what, so what it is, is it's God, our marriage, you know, our children and business. And sometimes business has to come before the children because you need the business to feed the kids, right? Right. And so you have to make those decisions sometimes. <clears throat> what I, well, I do it right. I do it well, I guess. But I oftentimes will choose my children before I'll choose work. Mm-hmm. And so there's things with work that don't get done that need to get done, but I'm playing with kids. So I justified by saying, well, these are their formative years. I'm their dad. I need to be there all the time, but I, I don't need to be there 24 seven for them, you know, and you've told me this, you helped me with this. And so this is the point is I, I, I realized what the core of the problem was. It wasn't traffic on the 215. It was that I wanted to go hang out with my kids instead of go do this other thing. Right. Right. And so what, what you told me is that, you know, it's not about quantity of time. It's about quality of time. Right. You know, the, the quantity that, the, the, well, they, they won't remember if you're here all day, every day, but they will remember that when you were here, you weren't, you know, thinking about something else yeah, or busy on your computer, else, yeah. which happens all the time. Like you're here, but <clears throat> because something didn't get done, you're half with them and then half preoccupied right. and they can feel that more so than, you know, if right. you're, you and, go get it done and come back. Yeah. And, and that was great advice. And so had I not, had I not said to myself, you failed at this, uh-huh. why did you fail? Not just you failed at this, you're a jerk, you're a dirt bag, you know, you're, you're going to fail. it. I don't have that conversation in my head. I just go, this failed. Why yeah. did it fail? And then I realized what the core issue was is that I just set all my priorities aside because I wanted to be with my kids. Now, honestly, I want to blame it on my kids, justifying again, oh, they need this, the formative years. You said, no, it's not that. And so then I realized what it is, is I want to be with my kids all day long. Mm -hmm. That's what the problem is. And so that's something I want to do. While it could be that, or I want to stay home and and binge watch, you know, something on Netflix, or it it can be whatever you want it to be, but it's just that, that is the thing that brings me the you know so much joy and so much pleasure and yeah you, you know what I mean so at yeah. the end of the day I just want that comfortable thing 
Right. If I don't do that deep dive, I'll make the same mistake again tomorrow. And right. if I do it seven, 10 days in a row, now it does start to define me. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I take that approach is, <clears throat> is by breaking it down, finding out what the problem is. And, and so what it is now is that that's the dessert for me. Spending mm-hmm. time with my kids is my dessert. So I got to get through the meat and potatoes of my day first. Right. And so I like to get up early, get that meat and potatoes done so I can just relax. And when I'm with my kids, I'm present and, and like that. And that is very much, again, you know, I've told you this before, you know, back in my SWAT days, you know, we would go out and do, do a, you know, we go to a call and do whatever we do there. Then we come back and we would debrief. And the whole idea is there's no finger pointing there. It's just that what did everybody do? How did that work? What can we do to make it better next time? How can we do it better next time? And so we'd walk away knowing what we had to train on that week and what we had to do better, but it doesn't define me as a, as a SWAT guy. I'm not, you know, if every guy in the team that made a mistake left the team, there'd be no team. Right. (laughs) And and so it's just a constant, you know, you find out what works, you find out what doesn't work, you know? And, and so that's the thing we, you know, we have to be brave souls as human beings and, and go out into the dark and go out into and do things that we're not sure about sometimes. Uh, and then you find out afterwards what would be the better way, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and so beating yourself up because you, you know, went to spelling class and spelled dog wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's your first day in spelling class. You right. know what I mean? Right. Like this is what you're coming to spelling class for is to learn how to spell dog. Right. And so, and so that's the thing. It's just, you know, you gotta, if you're failing at something, in my opinion, Mm-hmm. And, and I want to hear how you deal with it. But when you're failing at something, if you don't look at what you did, the choices that you made, you're not empowered to make change. If you're not honest with yourself and get to the core of the problem, you're destined to repeat the outcome, that, that, that failure again, Yeah. right? Now, you can tell yourself it's not a failure, but then what's the catalyst for you changing it? For me, failing at anything is is horrible. It's the most, it's, it's, it's just horrible. Yeah. Right. I'd rather lose an arm than fail at something. Right. Right. And so, so for me, that's what, what works. Now I, I'll admit that I failed at it, but I get another, I get another chance sometimes. Most, most times if you run in front of a bus, you don't, but yeah. you know, if it's, if it's <laughs> everything else, you get a new chance well, my day. each day. It's my day. Each okay. Day. I get to do, I get to spend my time in an out, you know, prioritize things better tomorrow. Yeah. Right? So this is what I'm going to do tomorrow right. for the thing, you know, like that. So, so that's, that's how I do it. And the problem is, is I've gotten away from it. And the reason is, is the kids and the kids are so much fun right now. They're that age. I know you love babies, right? Yes. And see, for me, it's just like, okay, you know, do your thing for three years. And when they get to this age, this is when they're fun. Cause you can run with them and play with them and, you know, they laugh at everything you say. You're funny. I'm the funny. I'm the funny. I am the funniest guy in the world. Enjoy that face. In the world. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I walk into the room and my kids are, are laughing. Yep. You know? And so the thing of it is, is that it's just, there's just no bad feelings. Yeah. You know? And so I just want to do that 24-7. Well, of course you do. You know, a kid wants a lollipop 24-7, right? Mm-hmm. But that's not good for you. So, so, so that's kind of my approach. Now, yeah. You have a different approach. And I think what it is, is that you have a tendency. I'm, I'm, I'm asking. <laughs> no, I don't think it's that. I think what it is, is that you, like when I fail at something, it doesn't feel good, but it doesn't, I don't, 
I don't think, and I don't diminish myself because I failed at something, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I know other people might refer to that. Well, it doesn't diminish me. Well, no, it's not it. It's, it's just a failure. It's a thing you didn't do well or didn't do at all. It, it doesn't do anything to you. It's you that does it to you. It's the self-talk. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm a piece of crap because I didn't take the garbage out today. What a loser. I don't know why Anna, you know, no wonder Anna never wants to have sex with me, you know. Not that that ever happens, but, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, like it's your self-talk. It, the, the, the event doesn't do it to you. The failure doesn't do it to you. It's, it's the person that does it to themselves yeah. with their self-talk. Yeah. No, I, I, for me, I, uh, did I, did I win you over to my team? i know the answer to that already you've been trying for 12 years (laughs) what you think like me right (laughs) yep what we are all like that aren't we we are always trying to get other people to think the same way and i think that's exactly it i i I don't even think it's a male female thing. Although you know, if you look at no, it's not male traits and female just, traits. Just is ask any a, Republican or Democrat. A, a little <laughs> bit more common for females to be a little bit more emotional. There's a, an emotional component to everything, and guys are a little bit more. Um, are you saying I'm not emotional? Oh, you're you're more emotional than I am for most things. <laughs> Nobody would believe that. <laughs> Nobody would believe that. But in this aspect, see, for me, it's it's different. It, it like I have to talk to myself a little differently. And uh, for you, you you make radical decisions, and you you set your bar like really high, and you you know anything short of that, you failed. And for me, I prefer to do things in increments. For example, and just this is a different example, but if somebody needs to lose 100 pounds Mm -hmm. and they, to get there, you know at the end their, their eating habits have to be drastically different than what they are now. But if they change it overnight, most likely they're not gonna keep that. So how about you start with drink only water, you know, and don't and cut out the butter, like just start with that and then gradually implement other things. Goal, and goals that are, that are reasonable. That goals are goals reasonable. that you can see that you can, yeah, I think I could do that. Yeah, exactly. And <clears throat> if, if I can't be so focused on that final goal, because it takes away my motivation. But if I, if I focus on, you know what? I got it wrong because I told myself I was going to only drink water, but I had the soda today, but you know what? I'm just going to try again tomorrow. For the longest time, and that was many years ago, when I was a teenager, I gained a lot of weight. I was very much an emotional eater. And people have a hard time, you know, believing that now because they see me, I've been fit for the past 25 years. It's because I'm a calming force in your life. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Either so much the opposite that you're disassociating from your daily pain and needs just to get through it, right? (laughs) Oh, yeah. You are steady the same all day long. (laughs) Yeah. No. 
Um, <coughs> you are like a, a roller coaster. And uh, it's a joyride. And you're like a happy kid riding it, too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I, I, I was so focused. Once I gained weight and I was unhappy, and it doesn't matter if it was 10 pounds or 20 pounds or whatever, I was very unhappy with my body, and I wanted to change. And I've tried, I tried every diet out there until one day I realized this is not the answer. The answer is to slowly change my eating habits until it becomes a part of me and then I can move forward with the next goal. And that's how I got in shape the first time and that's how I stayed in shape up to this day. Yeah. And I mean, even, you know, my parents, my parents are almost 80. They, they were visiting in October because my sister had a baby and then they went home and a month later they came back. But, what happened is they rented an Airbnb at the beach <laughs> for my sister to go and her family to go with them for a few days and then us to go for, you know, the rest of the time. Well, what ended up happening is that my sister's like, oh, the baby has a good routine now. Yeah. I, I'm not going out there. <laughs> and then you got very sick, yeah, right? Was, and and so what happened is me, three kids and two 80-year-olds head down to California. And so basically I had five kids for 10 days. Um, I, nothing I had planned worked out. Like I, you know, I didn't eat the way I was supposed to eat. I didn't work out at all because nothing, I was nothing. Nothing worked. But because I still hold on to those principles where I'm doing my best each day. Mm -hmm. You know, I was talking to a friend, she's like, but you look the same, you didn't gain any weight, you, you told me. But at, like, that becomes who you are. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I didn't have my, you know, my daily diet that I normally do here, but you don't, you're not so far away from it just because you had a hiccup. And the areas that I struggle when I try to set the bar too high and then jump from A to B, oh my goodness, um, from A to B without like every single step in between, those changes don't last for me. You are able to do that. Right. You are able to go from like, I'm procrastinating every day, da 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 da. So tomorrow you know I start. We never new. had this conversation before, but I just realized something. <clears throat> yeah. this, is, this is an awesome thing. It's an awesome takeaway, actually. This wasn't again. I, this wasn't how I planned the show, <laughs> but but you know what? We do things in a in very very different ways, and I get so frustrated with you, and I know you get frustrated with me, because I want to take that big leap. I just want to get there and get it done. So I and I want the big challenge because I've always believed in that axiom that if your goals don't scare you, they're not. You're not, you're not aiming high enough. Right. <clears throat> and so that's what I do with everything that I do. Yep. You take a more methodical approach, which is very much your personality. Yep. Where you take, I take great big leaps, but it takes a little bit more to get there. And you take the steps, but you get there too. Right. And when you try to make me do the big leap, it doesn't last. And that, you always tell me, right. oh, you're going to do this for a couple of days and then you're going to be right back and... I guess we just figured out here on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> well, that ends that argument. Yeah. <laughs> the reason, the reasons why, and I think that 
No, but it's true because look at the changes that you've made in the last year. The the, the critical things that in the last know, help, three years. Well, I'm just thinking like I'm just thinking 2019. Yeah, what, what you went in as and what you came out as sure. is two very very different women. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 with me, uh, I've achieved some great things this year and made some huge bold moves. And yeah. if we didn't, probably. I, you know, and it's just that I think that the way this works, our, our relationship, you know, you're more methodical and I count on you to be that way. Yeah. Uh, it's also frustrating sometimes when I want things to happen faster, but you always get there. Right. And ultimately I will always get there. It just makes a lot more noise. There's <laughs> <Yes. laughs> more falling and crashing and thrashing, but I'll get there. Right. 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 So it's just two different ways to do the same thing. And, and I guess, you know, um, finding what works for you and stop trying to make the other person be like you. And that's exactly it. It's right. just understand the other person. Right. Having this conversation. We, I've we just, never do that. Right. I, I always want you to do it like this me. <laughs> podcast just solved a massive problem that, that, you know, one of probably the only problem we really have between us is that, you know, your pace in getting stuff, Changed, changed or done, not done, but changed yeah. is very, very different with mine. And so I see it as it's uncourageous or you're not committed. Mm-hmm. But really the truth is, it's just you're, you're taking steps that you know <clears throat> you can get to. Right. You're going in the right direction. Right. I'm taking steps that by, you know, I'll die before I quit, but that we, I need to get here. Look, so I'm going to get there. At, look at ourselves as trainers. You know, when you train people you you don't even want to hear it if they have a craving or like that is like here no suck this it up. is yeah this is the diet you know it works and you never really train f- people for lifestyle it was always for contests which right you have a lot less room for I work, well, and those i always worked with mostly professional, professional athletes, athletes. Right. So, so you're, you're able so there's to already demand, a commi- there's a commitment of level of course yes. you're able to demand that from them because you know if you don't have that in you you shouldn't yeah. be doing that like I always told you, don't worry, you don't have to work out today. It's not a problem. You know, when you're standing on stage and you turn around and do a back pose and your butt's <laughs> hanging down to the back of your knees, just explain to the judges that you had a couple busy days and your kids were up late. Exactly. They'll, they'll put you in first place and that first place girl there just put her in your spot instead right. because they, they're very, very understanding and, that And way. that approach, I mean, when you trained me, I loved it because when you're committed to a game or a contest or something, you, that's what you need. Right. Now, when you train people, lifestyle. (laughs) So, so now the contest is over. Right. Right. So what happens? And again, you don't see that in men as much as you see in women because men can gain 50 pounds and they don't really care that, oh, I'm bigger. I, I love this. Right. (laughs) But with women, Uh uh, you, you lose your balance. So I've helped so many women come out of that all or nothing approach. Mm -hmm. And that's an all or nothing approach. So how do you stop the all or nothing approach? And the only reason I know is because I used to be that way. I used to diet five or six days a week. And then once I put something in my mouth, like that wasn't on the diet, then I'm like, oh, this is all lost now. I spiral down. I spiral down. <laughs> and it could last a day or a week or a month. And I think that most women that are overweight and that can't get to their goals, that's the, their problem. That's what is stopping them. Because the success rate 
using, and I'm just being honest here, yeah. using my method is very low. To maintain. You it, get there and you, you have be- beautiful before and afters. Right. <laughs> yes. Right. But I mean, even, even, you know, even with you, you know, it, it's nothing be, because that's me. not how your brain works. Nope. So unless I'm barking in your ear every minute of the day yeah. and being your value system for you, right? it's not sustainable. But at some point in time, you're going to resent that. Right. Right. Because it's like, no, like I want, I just want to live my life now. Right. And, and with your method <clears throat> for people that need that, right? Because guys, or people that not just guys, I know like, well, no, there's Tan- women too. Tansy yeah, Johnson's yeah, a prime yeah, example. Yeah, you know? no, I, I, I know yeah, it's not a way. men or women. You know, right. it's, it's a like, are you going to do it or not do it? But, then do but, it. You know, but, and, but the majority of guys fall in this category. The majority of women fall in the other one. Like it's not a men or women, but numbers show that. Guys are more, yeah, guys are more. I think that's the assumption and I probably agree with you. I think, I think that's just the nature of being a guy is that either you do it or you don't. Mm -hmm. And, and I think women have a tendency to be a little bit more understanding. Yeah. Whereas, uh, you know, in a, in a male, my male world that I come from, you know, it's either you're going to do it or don't do it. You don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and so that's just, it, it works, but it doesn't work for all guys. Right. Because there's a lot of guys that respond better to your method. Right. To your approach. No, it's not your method. It's just yeah, it's the way you method. are. Yeah, now, now you have a method. You're going to write a book now, right? You go on tour? I'm an expert. <laughs> Actually, I'll have to write the book because Anna would never take a leap like that. <laughs> I'll write the book for you. <laughs> no, and, and one of the things, you know, uh, even when I was modeling and right. I started out and I was struggling so hard... And you always tell me like, oh, I coach you and coach you and you wouldn't make the changes. And then one day you made the changes and it wasn't that. It was just that from where I was and what I was feeling and what you were asking me to do that I couldn't do that jump. It's like jumping the Grand Canyon. Right. You don't do that. But by, you know trying new things slower and then what happens i went to i went to a a, an acting class and truly the only thing it it makes it makes it so simple but i only went to one class Mm -hmm. but the only thing the guy said is that he said you get nervous like i practice and practice and then when the camera would come up i would get nervous right and then i would freeze and then i it just was horrible. Right. And he said, you know, this is so normal. Not horrible. Well, wasn't your best. Yeah, it wasn't my best. So anyway. You're pretty hot. But he said, this is so normal with so many actors and models like that. And he goes, you just have to think when the butterflies come onto your stomach, that's what we be, like celebrate that. And just say, okay, that's my cue that I'm about to go do what I want to do, what I chose to do, what I'm looking forward to do. And he said, different people have different methods. Some people run around backstage and get that energy out. Other people get real, real quiet. He's like, you're going to have to find a way that that works for you, but embrace that. And I'm like, okay, here's your 50 bucks. I'll see ya. And I tried that the next time. And what worked for me is... I had to detach from you as mm-hmm. a, at the time we were, I was your girlfriend, detach from you emotionally and basically, cause that's hard for me. I'm a very like 
you know, I want to support you and, oh, your neck hurts. And now I'm like, oh, I'm taking a long time. His neck's going to be hurting. You don't care. You just want the shot. But I'm standing there and we're not getting the shot because I'm thinking about your neck. So I'm like, this is just a guy with a camera and I'm here to do my job. And when I was able to do that, then I was able to take that the was, steps to- That was night and day. Right. And and that that is that self-evaluation we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's just being honest with yourself. Here, here's my approach to it, is that there's a lot of clutter, and it's clutter that we tell ourselves. If you catch yourself justifying anything, right. you're doing yourself a disservice because what you're doing is you're perpetuating a lie. The procrastination's <laughs> not going to change. Either, you know, if, if you're justifying anything, yeah, it's not going to change. You're going to fail. You're, you're going to be stuck. Justification right. is failure. Right. Okay. Uh, the doing anything that is challenging, difficult, that has got a goal at the end of it that you have to make a goal for mm-hmm. is going to be uncomfortable at times. Absolutely. Accept that and understand that and understand it's supposed to be uncomfortable. And don't worry about getting through the sunny days. Worry about how you're going to get through those parts where you get uncomfortable you know them you've done them a million times yes. in your life and you be honest <laughs> with yourself stop justifying things and rationalizing things and making and we call those making excuses but it's justifying and rationalizing yeah you know i'm going to skip this workout for my kids right no you're not you want to stay home with your kids why do you want to stay home with your kids because you're at an age right now where this it's just endless joy yeah you know, like I can't get enough. Right. And so that's what it is. Okay. But you still have to do these things. These things have to get done in the day. So get them done well and quickly so that you can spend time with your kids. That's the dessert at the end of the day. When you, when you can look at yourself and be honest and just say the hard things and then go, okay, I can work with that now. How can I make that work? I need to have that in my day. I need to have time with my kids and I need to have alone time with my wife. So what's the method? How do I get there? How do I get there? And and don't beat yourself up. Okay. It's an honorable thing to want to be with your kids or spend time with your wife. Right. Right. And so how do I get there? How do I make that work? So now I just got a problem and it's just a logistical timing problem. Sure. And so if you're, if you're justifying or rationalizing you're making a mistake. Mm-hmm. You need to stop right there and self-evaluate. Find out what the root of the problem is. Come up with a simple solution, and it will be a simple solution, and just execute the next day. That's my approach. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't know, did, is that not essentially what you do? You just do it a slightly different way. That's essentially what I do. I just, exactly. So if you so, catch yourself, and, I, I think the takeaway. I used to tell you this, yeah. like, uh, you know, let's use a workout as an example because it's an easy one. If Terry hasn't worked out in three months, he's going to sit down on a Sunday. He's going to put a plan together. And then Monday, he's running. Tuesday, he's boxing. Wednesday, he's... <laughs> and that's how you go back, yeah. right? Yep. And for me, it's different. If I haven't worked out in three months, then... You know, I might do something every day, but it's going to be very entry level because I know, okay, what can I commit? I can commit to 20 minute walk. Right. So I'm going to do that for a week. And then the following week, I'm going to do 
uh, the walk and some squats. Yeah, and my immediate fear with that is that we're just going to go for the walk and okay, now I'm exercising. I don't have to do anything else. Right. Because right. that's how you're, but, yeah. But you you have to escalate that at some point. Exactly. You have to, you know, you, you, it's still a staircase. Mm -hmm. I'm jumping five stairs at a time. You're going one stair at a time, but yep. you've got to keep going up. Absolutely. So, so you'll you gotta, never that, get there that, that's, otherwise. That's the common commitment, I think, mm -hmm. is that you're at the bottom of the stairs right now. you got to make it to the top of the stairs. Sure. How you get there is your method. That's your way. My way is five leaps at a time. I want to try to get there in two steps. Right. You know, you want to go there one step at a time. Yep. Right. Yep. Now, at the end of the day, we might actually arrive there at the same time. Right. But we do it in a way that we're comfortable with, that, that we feel fits, that we can succeed at. Sure. And and that makes like for me, it's if if I can make that first five stair leap, then I know I can make the next one. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so and if I fail at that one, well, I'm going to try four then. You know what I mean? Or figure out why five didn't work and try five again. You know what I mean? And so for me, it's a lot more crashing and banging and stuff to get where I got to go. Right. But that's what makes when I get there, I feel like I achieve something. And for and me, I if that. I keep trying to do that big leap and then I, and I, I can't make right. it, it gets to the point that I feel like I can't do it. So pick your way, understand yourself, self-evaluate. Mm -hmm. Okay. Is that one word or two? I think it's a hyphenated word. <laughs> yeah. Two words, self-evaluate. <laughs> Good thing we're not writing. Self-evaluate <laughs> and and know yourself. And and while somebody else might give you advice, that advice may not work for you because the advice I've been giving you for 10, 12 years doesn't work. Nope. Uh, and this is why. And we just discovered it today doing this podcast. Yeah. So... Anyway, I Thank hope you, you can find <laughs> I hope you I hope you can find something that works for you. Procrastination uh, doesn't get you where you want to go. You're not going to be further down the road by procrastinating and seeking comfort. Find that spot, find out what the problem is, self-evaluate, come up with a plan and execute however you would execute. Thanks for listening everybody. This show's brought to you by blessedbodywear.com. Check it out. Hot fitness wear. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in a couple days with another episode. But I really need a break, baby.